Yo, yo, this your boy Ron, and welcome to the Slinging Stone Podcast. I gather some of my best buds to sit down and have some great conversation. Nothing's going to be off limits, so stay tuned and like and subscribe. One. Welcome, 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 welcome to Sling and Stone Podcast. Yes, I said that three times. <laughs> that was four. Time. Yo, yo. That was four. four. Oh, my I bad, four. four. That's what I counted. Yeah, bro, you got to stop doing that, bro. Why? I don't know. I just don't like it. Okay. Be free to lead, my friend. <laughs> if you're going to criticize, you lead, Ron. Let's do it. The door is Take right there, man. Right there for you, Jimmy, brother. I'm Jimmy. saying we change the languages up. I'm the welcome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so who's going to... You can start. You can start right. with the uh, next episode. Everybody have a different language ready. All right, yeah. done. You got a Jamaican accent, right? Wah go on, blood, blood, blood. Welcome to Sling and Stone. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. How's that? How's everybody doing, man? Haven't well, seen you guys in a minute. Let me let me um, start off. I want to do an official welcome. Um, Mario is officially part of the Sling and Stone podcast. Yeah. Yep. Just yeah, want to no make that official. I'm no longer the cat. I nope. don't know what he know, if the he knows what he's cat. getting into. No, no. And he doesn't got to deal with Ron like everybody else does. Yeah, he's getting, he's going to learn. I'm wow. sitting next to him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know I can hear y'all, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> nah, Ron's my boy. Yeah, see? So welcome, Mario, officially. I yeah. appreciate I wanna, it, I'm going to... Throw that you out there, like fishy. I appreciate it. I still haven't, I still haven't seen the contract, but I'm here. Contract, <laughs> right? Uh, we're gonna do contracts. We'll do contracts. Oh Handshake. man, Handshake. you trying to get a baseball Handshake. contract? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> if that's the case, I don't think I remember seeing no, a contract. No trade clause. Yeah, I that. never got a contract. <laughs> I thought we. But yeah, he like, wants one. <laughs> 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 Might be the end of uh, him joining the podcast. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> and goodbye. Goodbye. Send him back out as a stray. Get back to the cat. Awesome. So how's everybody been, man? I haven't seen you guys in a minute. We, we, me, <laughs> I've been really good, um, real busy doing uh, life um, and just uh, enjoying a ride right now that God has us has us as a church Amen. on right now. And, you know, we are celebrating the sixth year of Reflection Church Orlando. Yeah, We've had big six. A couple of things that we had. We just came out of our One Passion Night. So that was, was amazing. an amazing time, amazing move of God. We got to see God move in different ways. Um, that some people probably haven't seen a move in this house yet. So we're just hoping that just ignites people to continue to search the Lord and do what God has called them to do. Let's do it. So that's really that's what I've been doing. That's awesome. I think we all and been you, doing you that. You guys right? have been doing it with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I said we. I know, but yeah, but that's it. Yeah. I know that um, Ron was getting ready to start something new too. Yeah, man. New job, right? Still? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, like, still. like 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 six episodes. Of, <laughs> Sometimes know, it takes me. Listen, the contract wasn't right. <laughs> you know, when you try to sign me, bro, the contract got to be right. Bro. Oh, so we're looking at negotiations, right? Absolutely, now? man. You know, the pay got to be right. I'm looking at a quarter million. <laughs> so, wow, you know how that goes. Good for you. I thought if you had a quarter million, you'd quit your job. No, nah, you had five thousand. He quit his job. Five thousand. I'm out. 20 I bucks in the coffee. <laughs> Done. Doritos. It was Doritos. We gotta have a financial uh, episode. Yeah, we do actually. We do. It'll be yeah, it'll yeah. Be I agree. You know, you know what? That's gonna probably be the next episode, bro. We're gonna talk about some financial tips. Oh, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You gonna need it? I'm, y'all gonna need it because y'all don't no, listen. No, I need I, he lead, said, it. Oh, lead it. Oh, lead it. Mr. Right defensive. Oh, oh, lead it. Lead it. Absolutely, I lead it. I, I I take the charge on that one. I got it. Let's do it. Oh, That's right. good. That's what's up. What we're doing today, though? Today, um, we, since it's an official day, official uh, of of Mario being the. Uh, 
a full member and not a stray cat. <laughs> we want to do who's Mario. Who is Mario? Who is Mario? Ooh. Who is the guy with the many hats? <laughs> <laughs> many hats? I do have a few hats here. I, I troll, I, you should have put them on, on, on right now. Just put yeah. it on. All together at once. <laughs> Every time you say something, you just pop the hat off. Yeah, this yeah. one. I went from a cat to the cat in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mario, tell us a little yes, bit sir. about you. Tell us a little bit Bring like, it. yeah. Well, well. Before we go into that, I, oh, I enjoyed I enjoyed you guys. Um, each one you guys did a who's Jimmy, who's Ron, who's Christian, and I enjoyed all those. So I'm I'm pretty I'm kind of nervous because you guys be coming up with some stuff, man. Um, but I'm all for it. I'm all on board of the transparency and the, what this show brings. So your first question was, who, what was the question? Again? <laughs> what was my no? Yeah, you who said, are you? Like, tell us a little bit about little, you. Just to, to open up brief summary. Yeah. Brief summary. Brief summary. Brief um, summary. Well, most people, well, not everybody on the podcast might not know this, but um, I have the honor and the privilege to lead a church called Reflection Church Orlando. Yeah. Again, going on our six-year anniversary. Um, but I, it's interesting because I didn't always start. Well, I never, I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in a church. Um, born in New York, uh, raised. I want to say raised. I'm, I, I consider Florida myself as a Floridian because I moved when I was 11. Um, so I'm way past the point of calling myself a New Yorker. <laughs> So I'm not gonna be one of those people. Hey, I'm from New York. No, I'm 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 from, I'm from Orlando. I'm here, and um, we moved out here because things were getting rough in New York. Uh, it was a time where it was around the holidays, and my grandmother was who was the rock of the family. She had a Christmas set up in in her house, which was a fairly new house. And in New York, they got basements, mm -hmm. and um, she had bought all these gifts and everything like that. And a few days before Christmas, they broke into the house and took all the gifts. Oh, what? I, wow. I had a brand new Game Boy ready for me. Game Boy? That's how far back it was. Game Boy, the wow. original Game Boy. And she said, you know what? That's it. Enough of this. We're taking the family. And they picked Orlando. I don't know how they picked Orlando. But at that time, a lot of people were moving this way from up north. Yeah. And they still do move from up here. Still, from up north. Yeah. But that's how I got here. And, um, you know, at 11 years old, it was a culture shock. But then uh, adapted. And then, you know. Things happened between there and there until I got here where I'm at now today. Wow. Yeah. That's 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 pretty cool. That's actually really cool considering the fact that I come from Minnesota. Oh, Lord. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. We don't have city life out there, so everything's like cow tipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never saw a cow till I came down here. I still haven't seen one. <laughs> you haven't seen a cow? No, bro. So who's got the first question? I get, I get the first one. All right. Um, what pressures you? What do you feel like um, puts you in a in a vulnerable spot that you feel like? When I mean I say vulnerable, like what what do you feel like today? Meaning like what is a a pressure that you haven't got a grip with? You know what I'm saying? Like like could move you to deal with it. Mm. Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, That's deep. Yeah, because, you know, with leading ministry and also with family and all that stuff, the pressure of just being to able to balance. And it's not – balance is such a bad word for me when it comes to this because it's it's got to be all God. It's got to be all God leading everything else. So it got to be careful with trying to balance those things without God. So I have to be focused on God and hearing his voice all the time to how to lead my family, how to lead my relationships, my friends. And the pressure that I have mainly is to make sure that I'm leading God's people all the time in the right direction. So the constant pressure, I don't know if that's the, the question you're asking, yeah, but yeah. the constant pressure of having to 
be at my best. Yeah. At wow. all times. Not having a bad day. Correct. I can't I can't afford to have a bad day. Yeah. No. Mm. And and if I do have a bad day, I have to be able to turn it around quickly. Um, because a phone call could come in and someone else was having a worse day, you know? Yeah. I always wow. have to be ready to go at all times. And that could be I can see how people can burn out and if they don't check in with God. I'm like, Lord. Mm. Because not every situation demands your attention. Yeah. So you have to be able to figure those things out. And and I guess the more you equip people, the better they can handle their own situation. We're having to check in with me with everything. But um, but I'm there. I'm there because that's what God has called me to do. So the pressure of that, you know, just constantly making sure that all of the relationships that I, I have impact on are in right standing or they're going in the right way. Mm. Hmm. Well, that kind of the pressure alone of having eyes on you at all times, too, you know, it must be overwhelming at times, I'd imagine, you know, but that's it jumps into the fact to where you always have to be in in your word, always have to be in communication with the Lord, because there's no other answer to that. Correct. It's so easy to get pulled one way or another, except for the Lord. Correct. And I do have people that say, oh, how do you guys do it? You're so busy and and everything's going on. You know, how do you guys manage all these things? I think I've gotten to the point in my life where it's become my DNA. Mm. It's become my culture. So it's just now it's just natural to me. Management. Yes. Yes. So so it's one of those things that you work on and develop into and you're able to manage things a lot better and you have less pressure because you know how to just operate in different scenarios and different seasons different times mm-hmm. and it makes it easier but you have to be in tune with yourself in tune in, with your spirit and in tune with god at all times for that to happen and i'm not saying i got it down packed because the moment that you kind of take your foot off the pedal things can go sideways accelerate so, fast yeah yeah, yeah. I, I do you ever feel tugged tugged like, like with the mini hats do you feel tugged yeah, yeah, absolutely feel tugged. Um, and I think the biggest tug would be when it comes to family, because sometimes we go, there's a season where it's heavy, heavy, heavy ministry. And I look back and like, all right, I need to spend more time with the kids here. Um, I need to, you know, take a little bit of time, not off ministry, because ministry is 24-7. Right. But mm-hmm. there's times that your main ministry is your household. Yeah. So nice. you can, and you guys heard me say this, but for those on the podcast, maybe even people who are looking to, are called by God to be in ministry, or people who are in ministry now, um, your first ministry is your home. Yep. So if that is not in order, it's going to affect all the other ministries that you're overseeing and all the other relationships that you're over as well. So yeah, you feel the tug, you feel the tug, but you have to recognize. And and the best thing about it is if you build a good team around you. Yep. If you build a good team around you that 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 are not just there for your gifts, that are there genuinely because they care about you, the person. And I think I've 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 been blessed to be you guys and multiple people that um we're on the same team. Yeah, I got a question. You have a uh, favorite person on your team? Oh, it's definitely <laughs> not Ron. My wife. <laughs> Good answer. My wife. Safe. Okay. Ron was nah, looking for him. It, it's it's it is the safe answer, but it's the true answer as well. Um, she, you guys, every most people in everybody's relationships, they everybody like your friends and everybody else around you. They see the best of you for the most part. Mm-hmm. Your wife gets to see, your spouse gets to see. The not so good. The not so the good, good, you know? Yeah. Waking up in the morning and, and your breath stinks, you know, like, all that yeah. stuff. When you're not at your best, she Ooh. sees that. And 
still sticks around and still cheers me on and still, you know, um, prays over me and still is, is doing ministry alongside me. So that, I'm not saying that as a safe one. I'm saying that from honesty. That's awesome. Yeah, All right, I'm I got one. For that. I've been waiting to ask this for a while. <laughs> What's the Lord been talking to you about lately? Wow. <laughs> Christian, he loves that that question right there. Yeah. He has a, he's been talking to me about the main thing that he's been talking to me about is is it is time there's been met much many years of preparation for what he's about to release now that it's time for us to do the work it's time for us to lead by example and it's not he's not just saying that to me he's saying to the congregation but as the overseer as the of, of the congregation it has to be me first i have to go first and and we have been talking about moves of god we've been talking putting ourselves in the right position for god and there are some things in my personal life that have to be nothing bad everybody has to say something in my personal life they think right away so yeah but (laughs) there are certain decisions that i have to make in my personal life that god is basically waiting for me to do like adjustments was adjustments you know um certain places that i need to be out of and move into um, and I think Jimmy's is picking up what I'm trying to say here. But um, basically, I had to shift from working a nine to five sort of say job mm-hmm. and jumping into Full only time. ministry. Full time, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and I say only ministry because I don't see how people can do this part time. You know, it's it's, it's a, a it's 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 a lifestyle. It's an all day thing. And and let me look this way. I haven't looked at Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right here. But but um. But yeah, this is the the next move for me is basically giving the Lord total control. Amen. Amen. That's good. It's actually really um it's challenging. To, uh, it's not challenging, it's more so like exciting because you're like you know that the Lord has big plans, mm-hmm. but he needs you to adjust like we were saying earlier, but the adjustments sometimes are a little intimidating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cuz the bigger picture is going to come after the adjustment takes place. Correct. And 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 I say this, and some people might think, oh, you're just being disobedient to God. But I've had intimate conversations with God, and God is saying, it's there. It's there for you. Um, you just, whenever you're ready to turn this over and trust in me completely. Well, I guess it's not to the point where it's disobedience, because he's not saying, move now. Yeah, right, 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 right. Mm. He's saying, the ball's in your court right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Go. But there'll be a time if I hold on to the ball and not move it the for way I'm supposed long. to for too long, he'll close the doors. He'll start doing something. So I don't want to get to that point. To where God is causing something for me to exit in the wrong way. Yeah. Because every you when you leave a job, you want to exit the right way, even if it's your time to go. You don't want to leave because we represent the kingdom. Absolutely. So if I leave the wrong way, I'm like, hey, he was a pastor, and he went he went yeah, out that way. Not burning you know? any bridges. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, I, so I better leave now before I become a pastor, so I can leave the way I want to. You want to burn that bridge? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna burn it and then burn it again. Listen, I'm okay with burning bridges if 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 it's a place that was toxic. And you you don't want to go back then. The Lord said, move from that place and don't go back. Burn it. Burn it. But, I'm saying, but don't burn the relationships that you built with people. Yeah, yeah. the bridge, the, yeah. The, but not the relationship. Yeah, because the bridge will uh, leave that door open for you to go back to that place. Yeah, trying to go back. And sometimes, you know, that place might be a place of safety. And uh, God's saying, I don't want you there, even though it's a place of safety. Yeah. I don't want you to be safe there. I want you to be safe in my in my plan. Well, let's look at it this way, too. Like, at the end of the day, we're we're... We need to advance the kingdom. So if I'm burning some bridge, I don't have an opportunity to go back to that same place where I was because mm-hmm. nobody respects me over there. That's a good you way know? to look at it too. Mm-hmm. So, so 
here's here's another question for you um as a man of many hats what do you do for fun <laughs> like just just <laughs> go out and have a good time and eat pickles <laughs> man for fun is just being That's around it's okay <laughs> those that know i hate pickles i found out somebody had a dog named pickles the other day i was like that dog come near me <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna punt it. <laughs> wow! Now, for you animal lovers, I don't kick dogs. That's just you know me being funny, trying to be funny. But um, what I do for fun, I just like to listen. I just like to be around good company, um, some good food. Uh, when there's no good company around, I just want to relax and wind down. Just put the TV on, watch a good game. I'm a big sports fan: Mets, Knicks, uh, Giants, so mainly New York teams. I I kept a hold of. All trash. All trash, yeah. It's tough being those fans, especially the Mets fan. I'm a big baseball fan. And uh, just, like I said, being around good company and just the, just a good fellowship, some laughter, that's what I like to do when I'm just wind down or just, you know, have a good time. So who's your favorite person to be around besides your wife and kids? <laughs> <laughs> I just, just this is the second part question? <laughs> I'm just, just digging deep. Man, I don't know, man. I Who, can't answer that one. Who's man. your go-to funny guy? <laughs> <laughs> if you need, if you need always stirring. It's Jimmy, bro. Jimmy? Yeah. So Not you, wrong. So you would choose Jimmy over me right now. <laughs> You're putting him in that spot. Nah, wow. He's in the middle between of us anyway, between both of us anyway. So who you going with? You see with? where I'm at? I'm in the middle. Okay, so who you going with? Not cool, bro. Me or Jimmy? I'm going with Christian. Thank you. Safe. <laughs> oh, that's the Christian way of doing it. <laughs> now you're just hating. <laughs> no, nah, but it's a, I, I have different relationships with all three of you guys here. Yeah. And, and, and they both, it's beautiful the way you know, I can talk with each single person here. And um, I've been able to develop those relationships individually with you guys and, and, and pull on you guys if I need to. You know, we can hang out, us, all, all four of us, or individually, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. And I think it's cool because the way we met, what, eight? Nine years been that long? It's been a minute. You guys yeah. met like nine years ago? Probably, right? Probably. I mean, there three. Was there for about seven, seven or eight? Seven, yeah. eight years ago, yeah. yeah. I think when I first transferred to um, the job and I first met you, I didn't even know you was a pastor. And you didn't lead off with it. I, I yeah. just thought you was a, a chill guy. And, you know, we just started having conversation and it, it came out. But something that you told me that was like powerful to me was like, I don't want to lead with that. I want you to respect me for who I am as a person before you see me as a pastor. And from that point on, you had me in your back pocket. I was like, if I ever went to that walk, that's how I want people to look at me yeah. as a person and address me as a normal person before you address me as a pastor. Yeah. So, And the reason why I said that is because when people say, oh, you're a pastor, you don't get the real them. That's true. You would have started, very, you would have put on a different true. hat on. You would have put a hat mm -hmm. on. And, and I'm not saying you, but people in general, they start, okay, talking differently. Or, or not even come around you, mm -hmm. and I don't want to. It, I, I never deny it. I never mm -hmm. do that because that's the God, the call that God put on my life. But I, I, I'm one let people know I'm invested in, in you. Mm. I'm invested in you. And what people do is they change their face. You get a different side of them when they find out you're a pastor. Well, I'm saying come real, be yourself. You know, and and, and they feel like oh I got to change my ways. No, let God change you. Don't do it because of me. Amen. Don't do it in front of me. And then when I turn around, you're gonna go back to your regular self. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, just hearing you say that, you know, how many people that I've met in my life that love to lead with I'm pastor. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nuts to me. Yeah. To where it's I don't like, think it's a bad thing. But, no, it's not. It's but not. I do I do see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You get the real. Um, it's no different than if you. As far as that goes, like a police officer, you yeah. lead with that, you're not going to get, you know, 
I'm not saying the criminal side of anything, <laughs> but just, just you know, you just you you people tilt differently when depending on what you know. Yeah. But if you just like Ron said, if you just come across just a cool guy, you're gonna get that real whatever personality yeah. mm-hmm. they are. That's what you're gonna get. And you got to read the room. You know, there's sometimes that you have to lead with, yeah, I'm a pastor. Um, and there's other times that you just be friends with the person, and then that come out across in conversation. And you guys know this: we have so many people within our congregation that came from other churches with past hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I lead with I'm a pastor, that might take them to a place where they're not gonna open up at all to me because yeah. you know the last pastor I trusted hurt them and hurt some me, shame. and yeah. they're not gonna see a dif- the difference in me. They just know the title pastor. Mm-hmm. So yeah. once you know how it is, once once one person gets a label, they're all the same. It's not oh, true. Yeah. But you, you know, you just—that's what people do. Yeah, they have a bad experience. They just throw it across the board and say oh, all of them are like that. No, I get that. I definitely um, get that. All right, I'm lightening it up a little bit. Thank you. Favorite food. Favorite food. I know Chinese, it is, right? Chinese, Chinese all day long. Even, even even though driving out to South Carolina, it's not the favorite place anymore, huh? That, that, you know, I don't know if it was different. I don't know if we were just hungrier that day. But we went to South Carolina for a conference, um, and we had this Chinese food out there that was amazing. Oh my gosh! And um. Went again with my wife, and she's not the biggest fan of Chinese food. So I don't know if it was just because, <laughs> I, I don't know. But I, I would say it didn't taste the same. It wasn't bad, but it was. Wasn't as good it as the day that good. we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but Chinese food, hands down. Okay. So you're a Puerto Rican that likes Chinese food. Yes, sir. Okay. Listen, you know what's interesting? Uh, we all got to go to Puerto Rico. Uh, but there's a lot of Chinese in Puerto Rico. And they'll trip you out because they'll speak better Spanish than... Really? Yes. You go in there, they're talking full out Puerto Rican. That's Not a, Spanish. They're talking Puerto Rican. That's, dope. <laughs> that's actually really cool. Yeah. I heard there's a lot of black people over there, too. Yes, there is. I got to go, man. Yes, there is. I got to meet my people. Yeah. That's the beauty about Puerto Rico is, 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 is there is a lot of just every skin tone there is. You'll find it there. Melting pot. Yeah. Blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes, everything, man. So everybody's speaking Spanish. So, so when I go with I'm Juan. <laughs> Senor Juan. Senor Juan. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hey, so I got, a, I got a question for you, Mario. How do you always remain chill? Like, no matter what's going on, bro, I've never seen you rattled, bro. <laughs> like, certain situations are going on, bro, and you just like, yeah, hmm? yeah, whatever. To be honest, I think it's just DNA, man. Bro. <laughs> I think it's DNA. Just nothing really gets me. Yeah, I think I've only yeah. seen you irritated like one time. Bro, you got to see one that. I've never seen it. No, it wasn't I, I, even I've, irritated. I've seen him it irritated like, a lot. <clears throat> I've seen him irritated a lot. <laughs> I, I've seen him like raise his eyebrow one time, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, I'll get irritated, but I won't let it get to me to a point where it just ruins my day or get upset and blow up and stuff like that. I don't get to that point. Um, just I don't know. I think it's just it's just the way I am, the way I'm built. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not only that, Ron, he's got to balance you out. You get irritated all the time. Yeah, yeah. I am. Ron irritates <laughs> <just> everyone. <laughs> Jimmy irritates me. Ron irritates everyone. So see, you see what I mean? See. <laughs> so here's my question. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna. Uh, my question is this. My question is, do you have any regrets? Ooh. Ooh. Do I have any regrets? Mm. Man. Because the 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 easy answer is, you know, I don't have any regrets because that taught me everything, and and that's true, you know. Um, any regrets? That's a tough one, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, any regrets um maybe man maybe not you know for those that really know me i dropped out of high school 
Um, and that did, it taught me a lesson. But if I would have finished, I would have learned to finish things earlier in life. So by me dropping out of high school. Finish things like follow through? Follow through. Okay. Got it. Yes. Yeah. So by me not finishing high school, it taught me how to quit on things. Mm, yeah. So it delayed mm. me a little bit yeah. in things. Um, because when things got tough, I was like, I quit high school. You know, it was just bail out on things. Right. So I, I trained myself unknowingly to just things get tough, get on out. Almost use it as like a crutch, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I think that was the beginning of a span of me just going through the motion. And if I was not successful or if things got tough, you know, who cares? Just wow. keep on moving. So that delayed me from getting to where I'm at now and still trying to learn how to finish the process. Wow. So it wasn't until I met my wife who was big on education, huge on education, and I had lost a job, and she's like, why don't you go back to school? And it wasn't because I was, I was, I was a good student if I liked the class. Yeah, of course. If it interests you, yeah. Like, but if I, I was either an A or F student, mm -hmm. there was no in between. I was either A or F, and um, I didn't like many of the classes, so there was a lot of more Fs than A's. A lot of flags. But <laughs> a lot of flags. <laughs> you ever go back? So what happened was I did get a GED because I had a mentor who said, "All right, you're dropping out of school, but you're gonna get a GED." So I got my GED like months after I dropped out of high school. Like months, so you know everything was still fresh, and right. I passed it with like flying colors, like high scores on the GED. Um, if that's something to be proud of, but um, yeah, it is. <laughs> so I accomplished that, but I was like, I'm not. So already in my head, I don't want school. I don't want to do anything with school. Nothing with school. So I meet my wife, who's this educator and values so much school, and I, I do too. And I lost job, and I was like, I don't know what to do, and this and that. So I went into. Uh, a technical college, and I finished and got my associate's degree in criminal justice, but I never worked a day in criminal justice. Crazy. Oh, wow. But wow. What, it, what it taught me was, and, and sometimes you got to pay to learn a thing. Mm. Sometimes, you know, mm. you got to Accomplishment. Gotta, yes. What it yes, did sir. was it showed me how to finish. Mm. It showed me how to start something and finish it. And without even knowing, in those courses there, every month I had to do public speaking. Really? This is before me walking in the call or anything like that. and Which at that time, that was not your comfort level whatsoever. Right? No, it was never my comfort level to talk in front of people. I think most people, like one of the biggest fears in people is public speaking. Yeah. Um, it's up there in top. You can, whoever, who's with the stat man here, can, um, pull it up. It's in the top five. I think at one point it was number one. Public speaking was like number one fear for people. So that was never there. But after 18 months of doing it every single month and preparing for it, and I had this one teacher was amazing, man. He's like, today's speech, he gave us the topic at the moment that we went up there. That's it, dude. Yeah. That, that's challenging. And he man. said, you got to talk about tigers for the next five minutes. Man. You ripped it. Ripped it. That's what I'm talking ripped about. Ripped it. We went from tigers to lions and ligers. I crossbreeded the tiger and the lion, made a liger. Wow. <laughs> that's dope. Oh. So, and they also, they would dock you for saying ums. Mm-hmm. So, it, so not knowing that later on, Lord would use those things that I gained there, even though I was still paying in the student loans. But I, but you can't, the value of it, the value of what it did for me mm -hmm. to start something and actually complete it. Well, you know, so that's good. Yeah. So I looked that up, and and public speaking is number one. It's number yep. one. It's the number one. 
I don't That's know. Crazy. I don't know why is that though. I don't know either. I don't know because we do it all the time. We're talking, uh, but it's just. I guess when every eye is looking at you, you have every person just zeroing on you alone, and what you're saying, they're gonna hold on to it. Mm. I think the responsibility of what people and just just be on the spotlight. Not everybody can just turn a switch off, turn a switch on, and just start speaking in front of people. Twenty five point three percent call it a phobia now. Call it a phobia. Wow, that's crazy. All right, I got a question. So. When was that time where you knew from the Lord, like, okay, this is my calling. This is what I have to step into. Like, where was that for you? And like, how, how intimidated were you, I guess is the best. Cause that's, that's a huge, <clears throat> that's a huge jump, you know? Yeah. So as opposed to, cause I, I don't know, you know, with your whole background and everything. I mean, I know, a lot, I know a lot about it, but like going from, person who is receiving to person who is you know leading Mm -hmm. like where where was that spot for you you know i think it was the moment i got saved and i'll backtrack a little bit here i grew up with no direction or any passion or any any desire to become anything so you were just living day to day correct i was just living day to day i was working boys and girls club i was always found myself working with with kids and recreation even to this day we're still still doing the same thing um but but i never had a desire or for like a career or anything some people say i want to be a lawyer some people whatever it is you know nurse doctor uh, even little kids when they're small everybody wants a lot of firemen i want to be a fireman or policeman there was no desire for anything career-wise for me um, so like you said, I was basically just going through the motion. Mm. Um, and the day I gave my life to the Lord, it was instantly that I knew I had purpose. And I knew it had to be in ministry, even though I didn't know exactly what it was. Right. But I knew there is something I have to do that has to be with God and, and, and work in the ministry. That's good. Immediately. And as I got more mature and, and spiritually, things were being revealed to me. Um, people will come will come up to me like you're gonna be a pastor and I'm like all right whatever you know yeah. and people will come up and like I, I don't know if other pastors will come up to me and be like for some reason I want to call you pastor and just that was just the beginning of it you know and I'm like okay I don't know what this is God but if if this is what you're calling me to do I'll do it wow dude and, and like the the intimidation factor though like I know that you're saying like I, I know that this isn't you know, I know that this is what you're telling me that I need to do, but like, where was your mindset in going into this? Was it just all, <clears throat> excuse me, trust in the Lord, obviously? I, and I know that that's part of it, but like, flesh wise, it's like, all right, now I'm being put in front to lead these people, you know, with you. Like, that's full surrender at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I learned early to obey God. And even though it's, it's, it was tough because you think you had to be prepared. Well, there is a preparation, don't get me wrong now. But you think you, on your own mind, you think I had to be X, Y, Z. I had to mm-hmm. be all this before I can enter into that call. Mm-hmm. And in anything you do in God, with God, even outside of, of, of if you're being called to be a minister, anything you do in God, God's always going to leave that little bit of space where you can't fulfill yourself. Yeah. That you can't That's achieve real. yourself. That's right. That's real. That's He's real. always going to leave that little area where... You need to rely on me for the fullness of yeah. it. You cannot get past this without him. Correct. And, and, and the weight of the call was is serious because, you know, 
the Lord is looking at those who are leading his people a little differently. That's just what it is. We're held to a, a higher standard, a higher accountability. So going back to earlier saying, that's why I can't have an off day. Because mm. one day I'm going to have to go before God and he's going to say, hey, what did you do with the what people happened? I sent your way? Ooh. Yeah. So Accountability. That accountability, yeah, yeah. And it's coming straight from the Lord. You know, that's that's in the same way he's going to do with, with us men that, that lead our families. What did you do with those relationships? How did you lead your family? How did you lead your wife and all those things? So it, it's not, when you really dig deep into it, it's nothing to, to play with. Mm, the responsibility mm -hmm. is so big. Yeah. Right. No, that makes perfect sense. That's good, man. That's good. That's been um, real good. Well, I want to start um, by uh, sending my appreciation. I, I love... Um, the direction that um, God, the path that God put me in and, and led to, obviously, this is a who's Mario, you, but but all the gentlemen here, um, this has been wonderful, and, and thank you for being uh, such a mentor to me. Uh, means a lot. And um, I'm, I'm blessed to, to move forward in, in the journey together, all of us, and, and, and see what, what you know, I'm excited to see what's ahead. Yeah, that's really good. Me too, man. Like I, I, I am so thankful that the Lord put you or put us yeah. in each other's lives, um, because don't get me wrong, I'm so thankful for all my past, all my past pastors, everybody, all my past friends, you know, that have led me on this path. But there's this moment of you know deep crying out to deep mm -hmm. um, that. There just there's more there's more there's more doors to open there's more keys to unlock those doors and not being okay with just this service or this uh, um, surface level you know of relationship with the Lord and uh, so you know thank you thank you thank you for pushing those boundaries for me too man that's been huge that was soft come on bring hey now I appreciate you, bro, because you know I'm I'm your best, the best friend. <laughs> he thanks uh, you for all the lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate you, bro, because now you you challenged me, bro. You you challenged me on in in my spiritual realm and, and and just in life in general, man. And you're a role model to me, bro. You know to see how you interact with your family, man. It's something that I always wanted um, to see how you handle certain situations. It's just like okay, that's what a real man looks like. Because mm -hmm. I never had a father figure. Um, even though we're close in age, but I, I see you as... You can uh, call me daddy. No, no. no. <laughs> Here we go. Yes, sir. Wow. No pause, neither. He didn't pause that at all. My bad. He just took that moment and went out the door. It's nice to meet you, bro. It's nice to have you in my life, man. Uh, We're we, we going to rock with that, man. Daddy, really? <laughs> but you, you guys were getting too mushy on me, man. I had a break of that night. <laughs> No, but I, I no, I do appreciate you guys, and and hearing those words, that's what fills me up. This is why we really, this is why I really do this. It's not, it's not about you know gifts or money or anything like that. Just hearing that you're able to impact somebody else's life is, is amazing, and you guys do that for me too. If I haven't expressed it enough to you guys, you guys do that for me too. And this is what keeps me going when I hear your victories, and I was a part of that victory. It's like yeah, I can rock with that person. I you know I can I can pour more into them. Um, and, and, and this is just a small group of many people that are around us um, constantly that we do the life with. So thank you guys for being a part of my life. I've said this so many times, and every year I mean it. Um, I think 
right now I have the greatest group of people around me and you guys are a part of that so I appreciate you that's great that's awesome besides your wife don't call me daddy though so I don't know if you heard the, the, the who's Jimmy but it was wonderful and I'm the only one that said Mario you know the so I just wanted to throw it out there you know, since we were talking about favorites and all that, so I, wow, I'm the only man. one that shout out my boy over here. You're, you're dropping real low. Hey, bro, you're still getting kicked out the church, so I don't care how much you try to suck up, bro. We Dang. This has been great, man. It's um, been awesome, man. Yep, thank you. Thank hey, y'all, thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Also, write into us. Let us know what you guys think at slingandstonepodcasts at gmail.com. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Yep, yep, See ya. yep. Thank you for listening to the Slinging Stone podcast. If you like what you heard, definitely hit that subscribe button. Also, follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Slinging Stone. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button. Let's go.